0: Just come together now, come together now
1: it's time to help each other out help each other out welcome to the sword podcast this is a platform for sisters to gather and have some empowering conversations and in the process of these conversations we help each other overcome some limiting beliefs i want you to join the conversation i appreciate your likes subscribes and comments this podcast is sponsored by stephanie brown coaching If you have any limiting beliefs that are holding you back, feel free to contact the coach at sociatap.com forward slash StephBrownMD. Okay, I'm going to share a little coaching secret with you. One of the ways that we can overcome our limiting beliefs is by revising our thoughts. With the source saying, we get to choose a new thought that expands us and helps us to rise. I don't know about you, but I can use all of the affirmation that I can get. With so much negativity in the world, I bet you can too. The source saying for this week is, My know is sacred. Setting boundaries is an act of self-love. And our topic, you are beautiful regardless. So today we are going to feature a beautiful young woman who has an infectious mindset and a powerful attitude. I introduce to you all the gorgeous Kamaya Terman. This 26-year-old nurse from New York has made it clear that all are made fabulous just as they are. As the owner and founder of You're Beautiful Regardless, Kamaya promotes and empowers others with the concept of being beautiful, regardless of hair color, weight, background, complexion, or any other variable. I am so glad that we get a chance to speak again. The last time we spoke, it felt like we could talk for hours and hours. So I would just love for you to introduce yourself. Tell me and tell my audience a little bit about yourself and about your business.
0: Absolutely. And like you mentioned, um, my name is Kamaya. And I first and foremost want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to utilize your platform to even share my story. But like I said, my name is Kamaya. I am from New York. I am a registered nurse by profession. I've been in the profession for about nine years this year. So I, I I started out pretty young in the profession. And I feel like through that profession, YBR, You're Beautiful Regardless, my hair company kind of manifested its way through that. And through a lot of the lived experiences that I would go through and grow through to be able to bring it and manifest it and to bring it to fruition.
1: Mm, Cannot wait to hear more about that. That sounds like a very exciting and a very empowering journey. And I love the name of your business. I'm beautiful regardless. It's so affirming. And I would love to hear how you came up with that name and how your business helps other women to affirm themselves.
0: I would actually say the journey for this business actually started about 9 years ago. Mm-hmm. My cousin was diagnosed with brain cancer. She was 23 years old and she had a 3-year-old kid at the time wow. and she was losing her hair and she came up to me and she said, "Kamai, I just don't feel beautiful. I don't I don't feel like myself. I feel like I'm losing control over everything around me." And right then and there I was like I have to do something. I have to help her. And I went on YouTube and I made my first wig right then and there. And I was a 27-piece wig and she was happy. And it really just made her feel so good inside. And for You're Beautiful Regardless, I feel that when I came up with that name, I was talking to myself a bit. Mm -hmm. Growing up, I was dealing with self-esteem problems. I was very uncomfortable with being a Black woman. Mm -hmm. I was very uncomfortable with being a black woman who was more on the heavier side. And on top of that, I also had short hair. And I always used to equate my beauty and my worth to the way that I looked externally. Mm. And through a lot of experiences, I realized that that wasn't necessarily the case. And actually, this past year, 2020, my grandmother had a very rare cancer. She had a myelial sarcoma of the uterus Wow! and um, it was a very aggressive cancer. And my grandmother was a very strong woman. And through that, when she lost her hair, I kind of saw bits and pieces of her fade away with that, too. And the same thing with my aunt. My aunt was diagnosed with lung cancer last year and she went through a very similar experience. And I'm sitting here and I'm watching these strong women that I saw go through so much and I was seeing that they weren't in their high spirits because they just lacked control over that one thing they wanted to control and I kind of feel like that's where that's another piece of where Your Beautiful Regardless came from because I want I want the message to be you know it doesn't matter where you've come from it doesn't matter how long short or bald your hair is it doesn't matter who you identify as whether you identify as male or female or them and they, you know, it doesn't matter how you were brought into this world because everybody has different circumstances. But I want, you know, every woman and every young girl to know that regardless of everything, regardless of what people has told you, regardless of what you've been through, you're beautiful.
1: That was so inspiring. And you're definitely not alone with the things that you experienced in terms of just being... Not feeling beautiful in our own black skin, right? So many of us experience that. And then because of the ideas and the colonization, mm-hmm. equating beauty to different shades of our skin or different textures of our hair, all of those things. And just I just celebrate the fact that you are where you are at such a young age. I know people who are much older, who are still on that journey and haven't figured out that they're beautiful regardless. So keep doing what you're doing. There are many of us who need to hear what you have to say. And you've, you've been a blessing already. I can tell. Thank you. Thank you. Now, one of the things that you talked about is, is hair and and your business started off with hair and with wigs and hair is so important to women and in general, our hair is very important to us. But for black women, it's even, I think, more important. What do you think it is about hair? What does it represent for us as women that makes it so crucial to how we feel about ourselves? Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I honestly feel like it's the versatility of it. It is the fact that it doesn't matter what style I wear. It doesn't matter, um, the length or texture of my hair. Uh, it's my crown and you wear that with pride. And I, I feel like when, when you go out and you, you feel good about yourself, however, whether you want to put makeup on or whether you want to wear your hair out naturally, whether you want to get a brush cut. Whether you want to wear a wig and wear something big or if you want to do something simple. You know, I feel like it it's a piece of our identity and it has always been a piece of our culture with through all of that, honestly, especially when it comes to, you know, different braiding styles Mm -hmm. or wearing an afro. Or being able to straighten your hair. Use a, use a hot comb. I know when I was younger, my
1: grandmother would pull out the hot comb and I'd be like, no. Yeah, absolutely. All that popping <laughs> on the stove <laughs> in the right. back of your head. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. And I, I just feel like it gives us a piece of our own identity. Mm-hmm. And it helps us create something within ourselves.
1: Absolutely. I think that that is very true. I know... For, for me, I definitely think that it helps me to express myself. It's part of the way that I express myself. I remember people would always say, oh, I, you know, especially at work, oh, I didn't recognize you. You changed your hair. And yeah, I changed my hair and I'm going to keep changing my hair. So you might need to figure out how to recognize me other than by one hairstyle. huh and, uh, but yeah, I like the flexibility and the freedom of being able to change my hair. And and I've never been challenged in the way that your relatives have been challenged with cancer and losing my hair. But I imagine that that would be really difficult because, you know, most of us do identify with it as a part of our identity. So it's really beautiful to be able to help women get through that.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I never um, personally experienced any form of alopecia, but I have other hair conditions that I have experienced, like really bad uh, psoriasis of my scalp, pretty much stunted the growth of my hair a lot, and using a lot of different treatments to to figure everything out. You know, everything is just trial and error. And if one thing doesn't work, then you, you try the
1: next thing, you know, so... Well, your hair looks absolutely fabulous tonight. So nice and healthy. This is a wig. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm <laughs> shocked. I'm shocked. I'm so glad we're doing this on video because I would have never guessed. Okay, so you have to tell me about this wig because that looks supernatural. <laughs>
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So this is actually a YBR wig. I actually did the install myself. It is a 14 inch kinky straight wig. I really wanted to do a natural look. I didn't want to do anything like bone straight or anything. I wanted to give like a natural blowout look. Mm-hmm. And uh, with this hair, I was able to just blow it out. I flat ironed um, I flat ironed it and put the hot comb to it a little bit to get it a little bit more straight but um I absolutely love this look. I love this wig. I love um, it too and it's so natural.
1: And so do you sell that wig? Yes, yes. I will be sewing this wig. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to look that up because I love that. Um, And I was going to say that, you know, I have fallen a little bit into a rut of wearing some of the same styles. And you Mm -hmm. mentioned something. uh, It wasn't a buzz cut, a brush cut. What's a brush cut?
0: cut. Yes. So I actually gave myself a brush cut. So under this, my hair was growing back. But a brush cut is literally, you know, when you see the guys and they have their hair cut really low. Mm-hmm. That's a brush cut. Okay, pretty much. So you, all you have to yeah. do is brush it. Oh, well, that's all you have to do is brush it.
1: Okay. Yeah. I got it. You got some scalp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Now, another thing that you focus on with your beautiful regardless is letting girls and women know that their looks don't define them. And you mm-hmm. talked a little bit about why that was important to you in your journey. Why do you think that's so important for you to do as part of your business?
0: You know, I, I feel like that is very crucial, especially when talking to younger girls um, because of media and society. I feel like the media and society has a way of portraying what beauty is even with the Disney princesses, mm-hmm. you see it right then and there with the Disney princesses as a young girl. You look at all, you look at Cinderella and you're like, oh, I want to be like Cinderella, but Cinderella doesn't look like me. And then Brandy came and hilarious. became Cinderella. And I was like, oh my goodness, I could be Cinderella. Mm-hmm. I feel like we always have to have someone that looks like us in positions that we would like to be yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we always need a role model in any area, um, in any area that we're looking to diversify ourselves in. I feel like it's so important to to be able to know and understand, you know, it, it's scary to pioneer things. Absolutely. It's scary to be the first one. But to see someone who has actually done it, to see someone that's actually doing good with it and knowing their background, you're like, wow, you know, I, I can do this and I can be this and... It just makes all the difference
1: yeah definitely if you can see it then you know that you can be it definitely 100 so i know that you you know you create the wigs Mm -hmm. but what other things that do you do to empower and educate uh girls and women
0: yes so i I believe that it's very important that you know we as women we take care of ourselves we Mm -hmm. affirm ourselves uh, we talk positively to ourselves. I believe that there's so much power in a spoken word, yes. and you don't want to um, not, you don't want to curse yourself pretty much. You don't want to say what you don't have that you you don't want to say what you have that you don't want. You want to speak what you don't have so that it can come to you. But you also have to bring yourself to that level to be able to be ready to receive that mm. um, and what you are looking for. And um, I strongly believe that once you program your mind, because it's so easy to, oh, I can't do that. Or, you know, that's good for them. Or it, it, those are easy words to say. But when you flip that and you say, you know what, I am going to, this is me. And you start telling yourself and speaking all of that life into yourself. Because a lot of us don't have that. We don't have okay. someone speaking that life into ourselves. So we need to do it for ourselves first. So when people realize who we are and what we're standing for, then everything else will manifest and come true.
1: Mm. You are on my street with that. I couldn't have said it better myself. I absolutely co-sign. I'll just co-sign that a hundred percent. I feel the exact same way. So you, you mentioned that you know you're a nurse. You've been a nurse for nine years. So how do you balance your nursing career and your business and all of these things that you're doing? My calendar tells me
0: everything everything that I have to do. And you know, I feel like life is going to happen and that's inevitable. Good, bad, ugly and different. It's going to happen. And I feel like when you have control over your time and you manage it appropriately, when things start to happen and starts to shake you up a little bit, you're not as wobbly as you would have been if you weren't so secure in that. Even when, you know, last year I mentioned um, like two or two women in my family, two very important women in my family uh, were yeah. diagnosed with cancer and they actually passed um, from cancer last year too. And I, I feel like through that, especially I brought my grandmother home on hospice and I was her nurse. I was her aide. I still worked. I still did everything that I had to do. But I had to schedule everything, especially my me time. When you're someone who's very productive with their time, who has their hands in a bunch of things, you're, you're juggling a bunch of hacks. It's very important to be able to schedule that me time and to put yourself first. Because I feel like i We are constantly trying to help someone else or we're trying to put somebody else first and um, trying to help them. But in all actuality, we need to help ourselves a little bit more than we help
1: the world around us. Yeah, we definitely need to help ourselves first um, Mm -hmm. before we can help anybody else. Put your own oxygen on first. So what are some of the things that you do during your me time? How do you... Take care of yourself. I
0: do a lot of reflecting. So um, if something happened to me during the day that got me a little wild up and I don't know why, I'll sit in that. I'll sit in that feeling and ask where that came from. I do a lot of journaling. I do a lot of reading. I'm actually reading this book uh, my mother got me and it's called Love in the Skin That I'm In. Oh. And it's such a beautiful, powerful, affirming book i wish i wish i knew who um it was by but just reading stuff like that to help me affirm myself uh, because also when you're juggling a lot of things you can get a little weary sometimes and it's, it's important to know who you are it's important to know where you're going and not to be afraid if if your trail gets a little bit derailed All that matters is that you grow through all those obstacles that you go through and get to that end destination
1: as long as that end destination is going to impact other people. So you mentioned that, you know, growing up, you had some doubts and you you didn't necessarily get all the affirmation that you needed. So how did you get to the point that you are now where you are self-reflective and you journal and you say affirmations and you read books and you pour positivity and you speak life how, how did you get here? I feel that I got here simply because of the
0: stories of the people that I've encountered through my life I'm a very I'm very big on storytelling telling your story I feel like there's so much power in that and I feel like everybody you meet there's a reason. And the reason is for you to get a glimpse of their story. It doesn't have to be the whole thing, but it can be a glimpse of something. Because there are so many people that I've encountered, especially as a nurse, being a nurse for so long. There are stories that I've heard from other people that I still use to help other people to this day. And I may have encountered this person nine years ago. But because I sat down and I listened, I don't have to speak. I don't have to say anything. But a lot of times when you just listen and you hear somebody else's story, you take your eyes off of yourself and you put it towards somebody else. And I feel like that is that's that's the key thing for me. Always being open to hearing someone else's story and always knowing that whatever you do in life, just make sure you pay it forward. And it could be the slightest thing. It doesn't have to be
1: monetary. Now that is powerful, uh, the power of listening. Uh, because some people may have encountered the same individuals, the same stories, but because you listened and you took it in and saw how you could apply it to your life, um, that that's really powerful. So you don't need to pay thousands of dollars to <laughs> go on retreats or even to get a, a degree or Uh, Even to become a life coach like me, (laughs) because you've got you, you've got it. That's awesome. So I am really curious, uh, since you are such a listener, what is one of the most unexpected things that has happened on this journey of starting your business, or even on on your journey of being a nurse? Oh, man, there has been so much. (laughs)
0: So much, but um, something that has that was unexpected that happened to me throughout my journey. So, this is in the beginning of my nursing career. Um, I actually had the opportunity to do nursing classes while I was in high school. So, my okay. junior and senior year, I went to high school for half of the day, and then I went to nursing school for half of the day. And when I graduated, I was able to become a licensed practical nurse. Mm-hmm. And During that, I I was I think this was my graduation rehearsal. I get a call. I was taking care of my great grandmother at the time. I get a call. My great grandmother passes away Mm -hmm. and I had all intentions on staying local so I can help take care of her. But I was supposed to go to Georgia State
1: University.
0: And so I didn't apply to any. I didn't really apply to any schools and then I get a call from this woman named Carlene Osepa and here in New York we have something called the Higher Education Opportunity Program Hmm. and um, the Education Opportunity Program and this woman had called me and she said Kamaya I know you didn't apply but I have your application in front of me And I want to interview you to come to this school. And this was an all-woman school. It was a four-year school. And um, they paid up to 100% of your college education. Wow! (laughs) And I'm going through all of this. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, my great-grandmother. And I'm such a caregiver. And I have a bleeding heart for everything. So I'm like, I I can't focus on that right now. And then she hits me with, well, Kamaya, you have two days to get all of the paperwork that I need. (laughs) for this program and I'm like, Two days? Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I don't I don't keep tax records, my mom's tax records or anything. Right. But uh, long does? story short. <laughs> long uh, story short um I got into uh this college this college was 50 grand a year and I got in and they paid 90 percent of my college education and I only came out with about $18,000 oh
1: my student for my bachelors oh that is amazing talk about unexpected you didn't even apply <laughs> she just you just called you that was a call from yes. destiny, right? Destiny was calling. Yes. Oh, that's Absolutely.
0: beautiful. I feel like my life has been like that. It's always thrown me curveballs. And whenever you feel really weary, that's when the test really is. The test is to see if you're going to overcome or you're going to be a victim. Mm. Are you going to put on your victim hat? I feel like it's so easy to put on the victim mentality. Like, woe is me. Why me? This always happens to me. Mm -hmm. But if you actually become an active participant in your own survival and to the point where you no longer have to survive, you're now
1: thriving. I feel like that is that's 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 worth the while. Absolutely. Oh, well, you said you have a bunch of them. So that one was about nursing. Do you have one about your your business? Anything unexpected with your beautiful regardless?
0: Um, yes. Um actually, um this woman um that I connected with over social media. I'm in the beginning stages. I'm like, I'm looking for people to help help me promote my product and things. And this woman who was actually Miss Virgin Islands oh. reached out to me. And said that she was more than willing to go on this journey with me and she absolutely loves what, you know, Your Beautiful Regardless is all about. And and I, I think it was really just, you know, putting the initiative and just putting your foot out there. You don't know how anything is going to go. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect to be perfect, but you gotta learn through all the ups and downs. And um and through this I was it, it was. It's very nerve wracking starting something new, mm-hmm. starting starting something that no one has ever done before in your family. No one can guide you, so you're kind of pioneering it yourself. And I feel like a lot of people have, you know, the fear of failure. Like, what if it doesn't work? Yeah. But then you have to think about, well, what if it does? What is the impact that I'm going to leave? And I strongly believe that the real definition of success is how many lives are better off because you lived. Uh And, you know, I've always wanted to, you know, put that forward. And me and her had a conversation and she actually loved, uh, she loved the conversation. She loved what everything was all about. She loved the fact that a lot of people don't know that many insurances cover the cost of their wigs if they have a hair loss Mm -hmm. diagnosis. And that is another um, thing that YBR, call Your Beautiful girls YBR. That is another thing um, that we offer. We offer consultations to help women who are battling hair loss to understand that, you know, there are various different types of insurances. We go into the depth of that. We go into the depth of um, how they can either get reimbursed or fully covered and uh, how they don't have to worry about the financial burden of finding a wig that doesn't look like a wig.
1: I have someone that I want to connect you with. She's a dermatologist and she definitely works with people with hair loss, obviously, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely going to connect the two of you. She's going to be a guest on SOAR uh, coming up, but awesome. I think you guys will hit it off.
0: Awesome. I love that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Now, one of the the questions I ask all of my guests on this show is about limiting beliefs. And you talked a little bit about some of the ones you had when you were growing up. But on this particular journey of starting a new business and doing something that no one else in your family has ever done, what limiting beliefs came up for you and how did you overcome them? (laughs)
0: Is this going to work for me? There are so many people in the hair industry. Why would I have customers? Mm. What kind of impact will I have on these people? I'm not fully grown into the person that I want to become, so how can I help other people if I'm not where I want to be just yet? But I feel like, you know, through those, especially that last one, it's a journey that we're all on. The journey is nonstop. The journey doesn't end until, you know, unfortunately we're gone. So I had to really just step back from that and just say, Kamaya, you've been through so much. You Mm -hmm. have so much to say. You have so much to offer. You have so much knowledge from your profession and from life where you can just, and I'm unapologetically me. I'm not afraid to share any part of my story um, because I feel like my story is me. Mm -hmm. And um, I take so much pride and ownership in that because I overcame yesterday and Mm. I'm here today and I overcame you know the uh, car accidents and losing people and almost losing myself through this journey called life Mm -hmm. but I didn't and I'm still here and I feel that um, that is that is one of the the main reasons why i had to flip that switch for those limited beliefs but they're gonna come they're never gonna stop (laughs) (laughs) they're never going to stop but um, i can attest to that absolutely but and i I always believe that there's no such thing as a test testimony without a test so (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're gonna go through it but the thing is that you gotta get through it i (laughs) think
1: that's most important I really like what you said about you made it through yesterday because sometimes, you know, when you're in the thick of it, just getting from one day to the next oh. is is a huge accomplishment. So just being able to say, I made it through yesterday and I'm here today. That's uh, I, I, I like that. Just focusing in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in terms of all of the things that you do, I'm, I'm just fascinated by what you do with hair. So Tell me like, what is there, like a list of things or are there different types of wigs that you offer? Just tell me all about the hair. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So
0: there are so many different textures of hair, like our hair. You know, there are Mm -hmm. so many different textures. And, you know, that's why I love, I I, I love wearing wigs um, because I feel like every wig that I put on, I'm a different person. You know, Mm -hmm. I I made my wigs and everything. but I, I feel that um there there are various different kinds of wigs. There are full lace wigs, there are lace front wigs. It, we can go into depth about the different kinds of lace that makes it makes the wig more realistic. Or you know, there are also um a lot of people don't wear necessarily wear full lace or lace front wigs. They may just add pieces into their hair. Um, to make their hair a little bit more fuller or to add length to their hair. There is so much you can do with hair. I I just love it.
1: (laughs) I am not a hair girl. like It's just not one of my gifts. I will get my hair done. It'll look great the first day and then two days later, it's just like I never got it. I, I just don't know what it is. But, when when you do like a maybe like a lace front wig or something, would you suggest going to a professional to, fi- to fix the front for you? OK, absolutely, 100 percent,
0: 100 percent, because then it goes into there are different ways you can get lace front wigs. You can there's i um, I'm sorry, there's a glueless method where they don't put any glue on your hair. Well, the glue is not supposed to be on your hair anyway, It's supposed to be on your skin, the perimeter of your hair. But you don't want to get glue on your hair because then a lot of people do get alopecia from that itself. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of people, um, when they wear their wigs, they want to just rip the wig off, which is not good. Uh, you want to treat the wig as if you would treat your hair. You want to be able to wash and condition the wig and do your upkeep and maintenance on it as if you would do your hair as well. So, I definitely do recommend going to a licensed cosmetologist to help you with your hair install. Okay. are you a licensed cosmetologist? No, I'm
1: actually not. I'm okay. a very uh, well versed. <laughs> Nurse. <laughs> I love all of the different things that we get to be. Just like you said, we get one lifetime. So why not get to reinvent ourselves and, and just show different facets of who we are? Um okay, so is there anything else that you'd like to share? Are there any um is there any news or anything's coming up or any ways that people can support your business? Absolutely. So, um, you're
0: beautiful regardless. We'll have, uh, we will have our official launch in April. So stay tuned, which is exciting. We have a lot of exciting things coming out this year. One of which is going to be an I am campaign. So stay tuned for that. And, um, you can subscribe to our beautiful newsletter,
1: at yourbeautifulregardless.com. Okay, wonderful. And what about your social media? If we just want to follow you and follow your journey?
0: Yes. So everything for YBR is yourbeautifulregardless. That's my IG handle. That's my Facebook handle. And yourbeautifulregardless.com. Y-O-U-R-E, beautifulregardless.com. And my personal social media is Kamiah Tashay, K A M I A H T A S H E Y. Okay. You can find me on um, IG, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. The Clubhouse? I saw your Clubhouse. Clubhouse too. I am Clubhouse. I'm an active listener.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so many gems are dropped in Clubhouse. They they really are. I mean, you get into rooms with people that you would never come across in your normal walk of life. And it's really a very amazing experience. So I like it. Absolutely. So is there anything that you any last words you would like to leave the w- listeners with an affirmation or anything that you'd like to share in closing?
0: I just want to thank everybody for listening and being present with me and hearing my story. And um, I look forward to hearing from your stories because I feel like your stories are so impactful. And I'm so happy that you guys are here right now. And if you guys ever want to share your story or share a testament of who you are, please feel free to write us at yourbeautifulregardless at com, And we would love to hear your story
1: and collaborate with you and share your story on how beautiful you are and the journey that you are leading. Thanks for conquering those limiting beliefs on another episode of the SOAR podcast. If you wanna reach out to my guests, just check out the show notes and all of the contact information is there. If you want more information about Stephanie Brown Coaching, go to www.stephaniebrowncoaching.com. And I'm sure you're already following the SOAR podcast Instagram page. But if not, just go to IG and type in Sisters Overcoming and Rising, all one word. Goodbye for now.